passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, Friday morning, Boomer and Carton in 15 minutes or so. Al and Jerry with you. What is up, sir? Oh, it's Friday. It is Friday. That's exciting. Four-day week. Yes, Jerry. No, no day this week has had any feel to it whatsoever. Uh, no, because Tuesday felt like Monday. You get that whole thing. Exactly. But we'll be back to normal on on this coming Monday. Right, which after is... Jets and Giants for the weekend. Yes, which will be a very busy Monday morning. Yankees did win again last night, five in a row, as they just continue to play great baseball. Tyler Austin with the home run. They have shaved the number to four. Four what, Jerry? Four, four games out in the uh, AL East. Oh, to win the division. <laughs> yes. And the but bet two we games have. out in the wild card. So uh, very, ex- it's actually very exciting stuff. You got the uh, Blue Jays playing the uh, Red Sox over the weekend, so the Yankees can get it to like two by the time we come to work on Monday. And then at that point, I think maybe I get slightly nervous. Not yet, though. But anyway, good win for them last night. Uh, Mets now the uh, second wild card team as the uh, Cardinals lost last night, so that's good for them. And then you've got um, Tim Tebow. So he, he was signed yesterday. And he met the media, Jerry? Well, they did a conference call. Uh, him, Sandy Alderson. And, you know, we had fun with it yesterday. I've continued to say I don't I don't see the downside to this. I don't think there's much upside, but there's no downside to it. But whatever. That having been said, one thing that came out of this was that the Braves actually wanted to sign him, but because he wanted to keep his TV job, they decided not to. So I guess twice a week he will leave. Now, the Mets are going to put him in the Instructional League in Port St. Lucie, but twice a week he's going to do TV, which means twice a week he won't be there. His SEC network job. Yeah, which is kind of odd to me. Very odd, especially if uh, when you listen to the scouts that saw him, they said that they didn't think he had the material to be a Major League Baseball player. Well, So you take a guy like that, and now two of those days he's not going to be there. He's got to study college football at some point during sure. those other days when he's not there. Sure. I mean, when he is there. So what are they doing? And the way Sandy Alderson 
talked about it yesterday. It was almost like they hired a mentor. Like a spiritual not, leader in yeah, the locker like, room. Exactly, yes. yes, a spiritual leader. They're like, he's well, a positive guy to be around. It's going to be great for 18- and 19-year-old kids that come up and see Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow. But that's not a baseball player. No, but I think it goes to the point of, again, what's the risk with signing him? It doesn't cost you anything. He's not taking up a roster spot. You draft 50 or God knows how many kids every year in the MLB draft. You sign undrafted free agents. It's just another guy. And if there's a positive effect to it, what's the harm? They like did give get, him a hundred grand. So which, what? So what does that mean? So that's a hundred thousand dollars for let me what? Let me ask you this: You don't think they'll recoup that in ticket sales? You oh mean? my God! And if he plays minor league baseball, all of a sudden, stadiums, small stadiums that might get two thousand people, will sell out. All of a sudden, the Mets can actually sign Tim Tebow jerseys, and they will sell them. You'll make money, and then you've got the other part of this, which Craig brought up yesterday: the fact that his agent is Cespedes's agent. Maybe he, maybe they're doing a favor for this guy and Tebow. Oh, I see, Jerry. And then it turns into a longer-term deal with Cespedes. Then Who knows? They, then they do the Mets a favor by letting the Mets sign Cespedes, you're well, saying. maybe Cespedes takes a little bit of a, a better deal with the Mets, and maybe he could have got more money somewhere. Who knows? My point is I don't see the upside, the downside. All I see is upside with this. Now, Major League Baseball says that you, they – they're not doing Tebow jerseys or merchandise because he's not on a major league team. Okay, but again, if you are a, why can't you sell a Port St. Lucie Met jersey? I'm not sure. You can. I'm telling you, it's not a terrible thing they did. I know people want to have fun with it, but whatever. I mean, it's kind of what it is, but I'm with you. The idea that he can leave a couple of days a week makes Stupid. no sense whatsoever. You know what else doesn't make sense? Have you seen, so the Staten Island Yankees play or is it the College of Staten Island, I think, is where they play their games? All right, I'll go with that, Jerry. They want to change the name, and they're doing a fan vote. Why? You're the Yankees. Well, they are cha- the name is definitely changing. I know that. And then they, they took a lot of suggestions, and then they came to their final list that fans can now vote on. Al, the Bridge Trolls is a name. Yes. This is the, the Bridge Trolls. No. Here's How about the other one? There's Bridge Trolls, number one. Yeah. Heroes, which seems strange for minor league baseball players to be heroes, but all right. The Killer Bees, whatever that means. Uh, Pizza Rats is another name. Pizza Rats. Yeah, the Staten Island Pizza Rats. Remember the famous viral video, Jerry, of the uh, rat eating pizza in the New York City subway? And then walking up the stairs with it. And then uh, I kind of like this one, the Staten Island Rock Pigeons. How about the Staten Island Yankees? I'm not sure why they were not allowed to use that anymore. <laughs> I don't either. By the way, they play at Richmond County Ballpark, so my apologies for that. But, all right, how about Staten Island Yankees and leave it alone? I like Pizza Rats because that'd be no. a cool uniform probably. <laughs> Come on. The Staten Island Pizza like Rats. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It's turning into a cartoon. Yeah, minor league baseball is kind of dumb sometimes with that. They'll do, like, you know, Star Wars jersey night and everyone's dressed like Yoda in well, the field. they do that at Major League Parks, too. Oh, they do that. They do Star Wars night. Well, yeah, but I'm so saying... The, Chewbacca the, walking up and down right, the, the stands. But the players, like in minor league baseball, the players will be in a Chewbacca hairy uniform. Like, right. Their jersey that night is Chewbacca fur. So that's a bit much. That's a bit much. That's a mockery of the game, Jerry. <laughs> it's a mockery of the game. And meanwhile, team Tim Tebow's down there. Well, that's true. Speaking of mockery of the game, and I know you didn't see this, so I'll bring it to your attention. I may have seen it, now, Jerry. I see everything. 
I doubt it. Uh, Indians, Astros. That I did not see. Right, exactly. I didn't think so. So yesterday they were playing. And you you are one that always says, if we're going to have instant replay, why don't we have instant replay for everything, get everything right? I do say that. Okay, so yesterday the Astros are playing in Cleveland. And I forget who it was. It might have been Lonnie Chisenhall. He's at he's at bat. You got a couple of guys on base. He fouls a ball off. Fouls it off, right? A little check swing, foul ball to the left. The Indians come around to score. Jason Castro, the catcher, starts arguing with the umpire. The umpire, wild pitch. Two runs score as he's arguing with the umpire. Instant replay clearly shows it was a foul ball. Not reviewable. That is a, not a reviewable play. A wild pitch foul ball. Jim Joyce, uh, yeah, I think Eddie's right. That was the umpire. And I think he, he was the one who blew that perfect game, remember? That's right, with the Tigers. Years or 10 years yeah, ago. with the Tigers. How is that, like, something like that for the Astros who are fighting for a wild card spot. And I know the rules are set and you kind of, but how can you not review that? We look at everything. You can't tell if a ball hits a bat. The other thing I love, and uh, there was one particular one a night or two ago, the check swing at the plate that they ask the uh, first base umpire to call. Yeah. That Was makes that no sense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I but, don't that, get but that's that. been like that forever, though, because the theory being is if you're behind the plate, you can't see how far the bat goes around as opposed to the guy down the line. You think that first base umpire can see whether that bat crosses the plate? To be honest no with you, way. I don't know if they guess half the time. I have no idea. If I've I was never a got it. first base ump or a third base ump and they went to me, every time I'd be like, no, no swing. I don't want to strike a guy out for a check swing. If the guy a but foot goes, away from him, but if he goes around, tell, it's a swing. I'd be like constantly with the just putting my arms out would safe. You, would you at least play the percentages? Maybe one out of every four. No, give him the. I would always. Or you don't like any. Just like when they do, <laughs> when they throw over to first base, a lot of times. Yeah, sure. Check the runner. So many times that is a bang bang play. Yes. Well, those look out half the time. But again, now this comes back to replay. How many times have they gotten it wrong this year? And they've got to go check the replay, and then they come back. All right, he wasn't out. He's safe. See, I mean, that's another call if I was first base ump. Every throw over to first base, I'd be like, safe. But, no, but Unless what, it was blatant. But what, what about when they're out? If it's a blatant out, yes, otherwise. You can't umpire like that, and you know it. And then I saw this, Jerry. Your Dallas Cowboy owner, Jerry Jones, there, uh, he got himself a helicopter. Good for him. Which I thought rich guys had helicopters anyway. I don't think they all have helicopters. The, I saw the price tag on the helicopter was eight million bucks. Okay. Which to a guy with a lot of money for him, it's nothing. He's cutting out thirty minutes on his commute. Good. I was thinking, what if why you, can't we do that? Yeah, like what if you could get a helicopter in every day and just land it here on top of this WFAN building? Then I can instead of getting up at two thirty awesome. in the morning, I could get up at three twenty. Right. That would save me about 45 minutes. Yeah. Jerry Jones is saving 30 minutes a day just getting himself a helicopter in. By the way, why me? Why not you? No, I would be on that as well. Well, we we would commute in with our helicopters. Do you realize how that would turn Eddie's world upside down? Eddie Scazzeri? Yeah, because Eddie is in love with the search for a parking spot. He does love the search. search today, by the way. Right. Great search. Eddie likes to waste a lot of his time in his life, so he spends a lot of time just driving around Manhattan looking for spots. If he had a helicopter, he could actually sleep till 4.30 in the morning and get here at 5, and most people would be thrilled with that. Eddie would be miserable. Yeah, I would love to have myself a helicopter, a commuting copter into New York City from Jersey. And now the reason he's got that copter, I don't know if you know, uh, because they showed the picture on CBS Sports Network. So the Cowboys moved their training facility uh, out of where it was in, not in Irving. I guess it might have been in Irving, but they moved it to uh, Frisco, Texas. 
and it's a gorgeous facility. High schools are playing in their little indoor bubble, which looks like a little mini Texas stadium. It's actually really cool, and that's part of why they're nowhere near where they were. So Jerry Jones needs a copter. Yeah. Is that a problem? No, I like it. I would love to have a helicopter, I'm not so Jerry. sure you love it. By the way, last night the Panthers did uh, lose to the Broncos, and we oh, all right. thought the Panthers would win that game. I did, yes. And with the way that first quarter went, the idea that the Broncos won that game to me is crazy because I it, – right, Eddie? It looked like the Panthers were going to blow them out of the building, and then all of a sudden the kid Simeon made some nice plays, a couple of bad throws too. But uh, so we all – we don't owe anybody money, right? We never made the bet. Uh, I, no. There's I no bet. We never yeah. made the, the – and well, the we Pan- kind of did, but I'm not really mm, sure. Not really. The Panthers are not happy that uh, Cam Newton took a lot of headshots, they said, Cam and they Newton, weren't getting calls. But Cam Newton didn't care. Like, he kind of cared. He just was trying not to be. I guess. I thought he kind of took it in stride, and there was nothing dirty about it. Yeah, he did get the snot beat out of him, though. Well, that's football. It happens. Correct. How about you block better? There you go. Then no one would hit him. we got to take a timeout. We come back. Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, four hours of Boomer and Carton coming up in just a moment. Yankees beat the Rays 5-4. Tyler Austin, the game winner in the ninth inning, the home run off of Erasmo Ramirez. Yankees have won five in a row, two, in, uh, two out in the wild card race, four out now uh, in the division race. You've got the Mets in Atlanta tonight. Gazelman and Tehran are the starters there, and the uh, Broncos beat the Panthers 21-20. Jerry, did you see Mike Pereira, the former NFL uh, referee, has a book coming out? Well, I saw you reference him on the show sheet, so yes. I imagine, yes. He claims that it. Roger Goodell once shoved him during an argument in the league office. All right. Would I could you, see that. Who's buying a Mike Pereira book? Nobody. Boy, you in these books. Well, I'm, I don't know how they get made. Like, well, I didn't get through the short book, Same amount of people that want to watch him on Fox, nobody. <laughs> but like a book, and then he, then he went on the radio and said, well, I, it really wasn't a big deal when he shoved me. Well, then why is it in a book? Should shove him because back. you can make the little headline and sell some Roger copies. Roger Dell shoves head ref. Brrr, stick him. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if he sells any books. Boomer oh, and, my God. Boomer and Carton are next on The Fan. Wake up weekday mornings Wake with up, Boomer and Carton from 6 to 10 a.m. Spend your middays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. with Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts. Wrap up your workday and drive home with Mike Francesa from 1 p.m. to 6.30. And tune in at night for Yankees baseball and the schmoozer, Steve Summers. All here on your flagship station for New York Sports. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 
Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.